All right. Welcome, everyone. This is Tammy Wittrin with Guild Mortgage coming to you from Portland, Oregon. Hello today. Um, I'm going to talk to you today a little bit about how to get buyers off the fence in this incredibly low interest rate market. And for those of you that don't know, um, on this call today, we have both lenders and realtors. And my hope today is really to inspire both sides to work together, but also to give you ammunition to talk to clients. So without further ado, I'm going to head into um, what I'd like to talk to you about today. But what I need is if you have questions during this broadcast, Start doing them now so that we're not going to have these awkward pauses um, toward the end. So I would love any questions to start typing them now so we get a list of those. Um, from the background at the core, am I missing anything on just procedure for right now, or are we good to go? Good to go. All right. Great. Okay, guys. So in this amazing market that we're in today, interest rates are phenomenal. You know, we weren't expecting rates to be as low as they are today. Um, the Portland or the Realtors Board, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the Bankers Mortgage Associ Mortgage Bankers Association, everybody predicted interest rates in 2019 during this time period to be somewhere around 4.625 to 4.875, maybe in the fives. If any of you remember, last year, kind of at this time, I mean, rates stunk. We were, I remember locking some clients with um, some damaged credit, somewhere in the like 5%, 5 and 8%. So to be where we are today when rates are very um, high threes, very low 4% is such a gift. And I want to really center all of my tips and tricks around how to get people to understand where the market is and what an amazing time it is to buy. I think that there are a tremendous amount of folks renting because they're feeling this fear and uncertainty because we have so much media hammering us right now. The one thing I want to really help everybody to understand is that we are in an amazing market. The overall economy is super healthy, super strong, yeah, there's some uncertainty. We have a lot of rhetoric coming at us from the news. We have the impeachment hearings. We have the Brexit. We have a lot of unrest around the globe. And all of we have trade stuff happening. And all of that is putting pressure on us as, um, as the U.S. economy. However, it is because of all of that that rates are so low. So it's also the gas in the car right now. And I want you to understand that. I swear to you, 2020 is going to be a solid year. Rates are going to hold, and we all need to wake up out of our coma and get after it because the market is so good. Do you realize right now, so the average home buyer, I'm going to start giving you some tips right now, so I want you to write this stuff down. And I will send this stuff into the core um, by the end of the day today, so if you wanted this, you would need to reach out to the core and they can sort of get these handouts back to you. But right now, if you are someone who is renting a home and you're paying about a thousand bucks a month, in three years, you've spent $36,000 on rent. If you're paying 1500 bucks a month and you're renting, in three years, you're spending 
54000 If you spend 2000 a month in three years, you spend about 72000 a month in rent. 2500 a month gets you to about 90000 and if you're re, if you're paying anywhere 3000 and up you're paying about 108000 over a 3 year period guys in Oregon you could buy a house for say 400000 the average cost to buy a house at 400000 if you were to put say 5% down you could buy all in for about $30,000. Again, if you're paying $1,500 a month, in three years, you've spent $54,000. In the first year, you're spending $36,000. So I think if we can really communicate some of this information to our clients, that renting does not push you toward retirement. Rates are so darn low. Last year, we were talking, we're about a point difference in interest rates. That differential in rate, for example, um, a 25-point difference between, say, 3.875 and 4.125 is roughly $64 a month. If you go from 3.875 to 4.375, that's about $130 a month. And then if we racket it all the way up to 4.625, where we might have been at this time this year, compared to where we are right now, 3.875, that differential, guys, is about, say, on a hundred or $400,000 loan. It's about 190 bucks a month. It's so significant. I really, really want you guys to do an amortization chart and understand so you can articulate this information to your clients. Rates matter when they're real low. You know, and as rates go up, we're struggling to sell against it. And rates are so darn low right now that people can buy more house. Um, The average... Right now, for every 10000 bucks increase in sales price means that you're buying, a, it costs you about 48 bucks, $48 a month for every $10,000, okay? How this works for us is that your payment differential, say from 400000 if rates were really, you know, let's say 4.625, to where rates are right now, that 200 bucks gives the average client about 30,000 worth of purchasing power because rates are so low. I beg you guys to understand this and really start to know the numbers around this. Appreciation in my market, in the Portland market, runs up, you know, it's higher than this, so I'm going to take a pretty darn conservative number. Say at 3% appreciation, on a $400,000 house, the average client in five years will accumulate without doing anything, just with the law of leverage, about 60000 If the average buyer had a $400,000 house at 4% appreciation, 
At the end of five years, they have $86,000. Guys, the amount of leverage and appreciation that can roll and move people into retirement, there is no better way to help people um, achieve the American dream of home ownership and retirement, but then through home ownership. The appreciation alone, but if someone was simply to do only one thing and one thing only, which was buy a house simply to live in it for the rest of their life, remember, they're not paying that rent. And the average $1,000 a month over 30 or the $1,000 a month over just three years uh, is like 36000 over 30 years, guys, it's 360000 over a 30-year period. If our clients simply pay their home off, they're able to retire in America. So if appreciation isn't as strong in, <clears throat> excuse me, in your market, the goal to talk to our clients about is just building for retirement. One of the major building blocks is real estate, your home, having it paid off. From there, just understand, as you're talking to clients, moving them off the fence, there are four key points. One is the appreciation. Understand that. You guys make a chart. Figure out what's normal in your market. And then maybe do a low end. Like I, I have a chart that says 3%, 4%, and 6%. I would rather always be conservative and use that 3 or 4%. And just remind people where they are at the end of five years. Appreciation works off the value of the home, the true leverage. Clients having, say, that $30,000 sitting in their bank account, appreciating at, say, 0.01%, isn't going to do as much for them as achieving home ownership, which allows them to leverage the asset value whatever that sales price of that home is. So you're going to compound that savings monthly, and then at the year end, you're going to roll that to the following year and continue to compound that. I beg you, make a graph so that you can see that you know those numbers. Do a graph where you're looking at what someone pays within, um, with rent. In your marketplace, if 800 or 850 is normal, do, you know, do that amount. Do a thousand bucks, do fifteen hundred. Show per year what they're gonna gain. Show per year what they'll gain in three years, five years, ten years, and roll it out to thirty so that you can start to get these visual aids for your clients. And then I also say um, do a chart where you're helping your clients understand in your average sales price the difference in rates showing them that a quarter percent increase is about 60 bucks, 48 bucks, whatever it is. Like, for example, for every eighth for us, it's about 48 bucks right now um, on a $400,000 sales price. Know these, create the chart so you can really demonstrate to people there is such a benefit to buy while rates are low. And then also understand the total cost acquire with 3% down, 5%, and 10%, and be able to show and demonstrate that to people. 
So hopefully those tips are super valuable and you will implement those and get those into your script. And now I'd really like to segue and get you guys, um, get your heads around talking about how to move people, how to inspire them to buy, how to hey. overcome. I'm hey, sorry. Tammy, did you want to, did you want to, uh, answer one question on that sure. real quick? We segue over. Yep. Give me a question. Alrighty. Kathy said, do you have charts and graphs already? You know, I do, and I will share those. I need to clean them up just a bit, but they're at my sales price in the Portland market at 400,000. Kind of that's our sweet spot. I will um, get all of my stuff to the core. I will get it there by tomorrow. I have two seminars this afternoon, and so I'm kind of back to back, but I'll get it into the core tomorrow. So you could reach out by Friday and ask for this information and then at least take my stuff, copy it, plagiarize it, fix it, make a new graph. Does that sound awesome. fair? Awesome. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. All right. You guys um, also remember, as you're talking to clients, there are some markets um, in the Midwest and kind of on the East Coast. They're not appreciate not appreciating the same amount like we have on the West Coast and the true East Coast. You guys in the center, you don't have as much appreciation. Just remember, you do nothing else but you pay your house off. Paying your house off is the secret to retirement. The way the federal government has worked our social security system is to allow for the cost of living and cost of living increases. That social security that all of us pay into should be enough to pay property taxes, homeowners or insurance, and then have a little bit to live on after that. So I'm just telling you, home, buying a home, real estate, is that pivotal, pivotal building block. It's the anchor. It's the foundation to all of our retirement. So um, the next thing I want to work on is I hear often right now about the fear of people buying. Um, realtors are feeling like iBuyers are moving into the market and your selling proposition is changing and, oh, my God, everybody's coming after you. I want to remind you that the mortgage industry has been under a barrage since about 2011 with Dodd-Frank. Our commission has been um, attacked, and we in the mortgage industry really had to get ahead of this and start thinking about how to sell against the internet. And I think um, for those of us lenders on this call, we need to help our realtor partner because for the first time in years, realtors are now being hammered in the media and being hammered by these iBuyers coming at them to figure out ways to get to the client first. And I really want to work backwards and help all of us take all this information I'm giving you today with being better prepared and stuff and weave it into a nice little bundle, which is I want you guys all to understand your unique selling proposition. This is your secret sauce. This is the thing that differentiates you from everybody else in the marketplace. And here is the truth. Today, more than ever, it is so important for you to understand why you are different and take the time to create this script around why you're different, the value you bring, what you do on a listing, what you do during the loan process. Because if you do not understand your unique selling proposition and you don't know it in your guts inside and out, 
your clients will make it up for you, and it is never going to be your turn. When I talk about a unique selling proposition, what that is, it's the words that ring true in your soul that when you're quiet and you think about why you're different than the competition, this is what bubbles up inside of you. Guys, it doesn't just happen one day you start spieling the stuff up. What you have to do is practice it. You need to journal it. You need to... For me, how I came up with mine is I put my gardening belt on and I went out in the yard and I really poked around for, gosh, it took me about two weeks really, really understand my difference and get clear on what motivates me. And once I did that, you guys, my business has doubled since I really got clear on my unique selling proposition. Here's here's just an idea. And um, Realtors, you can move this. Your way, lenders move this your way. But the difference is this. I have said, if you don't know why you're different, people make it up for you. I had um, I had a client whose husband died in a motorcycle accident. And she has some burdens that, you know, she's a single parent now. She's incredibly stressed out by everything. She has a deck that needs to be replaced. She needs a roof on the house. She has other painting that needs to be done. And she's so overwhelmed. And her comment to me was, I feel like the best source is for me to just have Billow make an house. And I said, help me understand why you think Zillow can do that. Well, everything I'm reading says Zillow will come in and they'll just buy the house from me and I don't have to worry about a thing. My job as an active partner in the, I'm an integral part, here's my unique selling proposition, I'm gonna finish this story for you in a minute. My, my job as a loan officer, I'm an integral part of my realtors' businesses. I am part of their growth and development. With that, I'm an expert when it comes to product and program to help my clients understand the best financial product for them. If I am not the right source for the client referred to me or the client that calls upon me, I will get them to the right source. By being a person of value and integrity and understanding that my realtor's most valued asset is their client, and by treating the client like that to get them the best opportunity in the market if it's not me, my realtors are compelled to trust me with their clients. So they'll refer all their clients to me. I can then get them, say, to someone who has a much better physician loan if that's not the product I have, or if there's a down payment assistance program I don't offer but a credit union has. I'm going to get those clients there. What that does is it melds me into partnership with my realtors to know that I'm as concerned about their business as they are. Loan officers If you really, really want to elevate yourself and become a true partner for your realtors, one thing you could do is ask for a referral on behalf of the realtor for the job they have done at the end of that transaction. Also ask on behalf of that realtor for that client to give the realtor a five-star review or an A-plus review on the website of that realtor's choice. If you really want to be an integral part of the growth and development of your partner's businesses, 
be that person. Okay? And here's where this all ties together. That client that I talked about earlier, who was fearful about the market, as I talked to her some more, I said, but do you understand really how the Zillow buy works? They're going to charge you a very high commission. They're going to lowball your house. They'll give you fair market, but they're going to take the highest price of all those repairs, pull them out, and they're still paying realtors a full commission. And she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. And I said, the truth is, let's get you back to Christy, the realtor that sold you the house. Let's have Christy come over. Christy has all of the service providers, has all of those contractors standing by at her beck and call to fix your house up and get you the best value for that house. This is where my value as a loan officer comes in. By me talking to that client and getting them back to the realtor and having the clients understand that the Zillow, the um, open door, any of that, nothing is for free, guys. There is no softer, easier way. So let's just roll. Are there any questions right now, guys? No, ma'am. All right. So what I want to do is really take all of these things we're talking about how to move buyers off the fence, prove to them that the market is now, it's the time to buy. 2020 is going to just be an amazing year. Move from there into all of us understanding our value and understanding our unique selling proposition. What I will tell you, someday, I don't think it's going to be in 2020, guys, so take a deep breath, get your energy and your mojo going, But after this, the market's going to change. Now is the time for all of us to wake up and start getting after it. If we're not in relationship with our clients, our past clients, our sphere, someone else is. The Internet makes it possible for everybody to have relevance. I'm begging you guys, do not come out of your coma. and have part of your market taken away from you by iBuyers, by the internet, et cetera, simply because you're not having active conversations with your realtor partners, your lender partners about how together we grow. This business, to make it fun, something you want to be in it for, your, for a lifelong career, happens because we're pulled to make a difference in people's lives. And making a difference in people's lives happens when we do the work. So doing the work means you understand your unique selling process. What is it to you? How do you, as a realtor, market against the iBuyer? Well, you better get your contractors line. You better understand how quickly you need to have those people in to get a house ready and on the market. Be able to talk to your clients about the difference between listing it as is and doing a little work up front. Also, lenders, our part is to help our realtors understand we can get those um, expenses paid for with lines of credit. There are personal lines of credit in the market if people don't qualify for a home equity line of credit. Um, Small banks and credit unions offer those. I think our job together as partners 
It's to work on solutions. And it means all of us together have to have these conversations about how to save buyers, how to get in front of them beforehand. And if we do that together, I think all of us will have a super strong 2020. Um, but you can't have any fear about it. The only way to overcome the fear is to do the work. Questions on all of my ranting right there? Um, I am not seeing any in the Q&A box right now. Okay. So, guys, what I, you know, what I set out to talk about today is really moving people off the fence. It's going to include all of us working hard to understand the appreciation of what's normal in our mind and talk to people about it. It's going to be working on understanding what people truly pay in rent and how um, that same amount that they pay in a year is the same amount, for example, in my market at 400000 to get them into a home. Helping people understand that. And then the next um, phase of this, the discussion is, how do you get people to understand how to save the money? And this is probably the last and final part of that whole equation. In our market, what we're seeing is I have lots of sisters and brothers buying together, sisters buying. I just closed a loan last month. I had four roommates. Four guys um, all work in the software programming industry and have been roommates through college and have now decided, um, I think they play too many video games, but have now decided to pool their money together. They bought a house uh, 5% down and all pooled their money and were able to get on um, into a house together. I think having conversations like this with our realtors is a great way to move the needle. I did a home buyer panel seminar um, last month, and we're going to do it every quarter going forward. It was my second time to do it. It's not just a home buyer seminar because I find that a lot of buyers don't want to just come and sit and listen to you rant on about all kinds of stuff. What we're trying to do with our home buyer panel seminar is inspire people to buy to help them understand the process. So what I've done is I set the seminar up. We did pizza and beer, and I picked four past clients. I picked a past client who um, had a lot of student loan debt. He was an architect and was struggling, also had kind of some uh, credit issues he needed to work on. It took him about a year and a half to get through the process of wanting to buy to buying because he had to do the work. We had a client that were, we had two sisters that purchased together um, that both split the down payment. They both lived in mom's basement to save money, which I loved. They wouldn't allow their mom to help them um, come up with any of the money. Uh, the second one was a client that refinanced a car, um, worked two jobs, really worked on it. So the home buyer panel are people that wanted to buy and did the work to buy. So I just, I put the seminar together, I invite my, excuse me, my realtors to invite their clients and bring them or send them to the seminar. We had like 54 people show up, including our realtor partners. The realtors were able to commandeer a table and have their clients at the table with them. I had the panelists sit up in front on bar stools. I provided food and beer. It was a two and a half hour deal. 
And the questions were, we asked every panelist, help us understand what was your first step when you thought about buying a home? And everybody answered that question down the panel. How did you come up with the money? Everybody asked that question. And from there, how did you um, overcome the money issue? What were your strategies? And then we opened it up to questions and answers around the floor. And it was phenomenal, guys. Uh, we closed. We have three loans under contract right now and three new clients that are getting pre-approved right now from that seminar. So if I continue to do that forward every quarter as a value add for my realtors, realtors can bring their clients to it. They don't need to do much. They know we're going to protect them. And then for any of our pre-approved buyers to get them to move the needle and think about home ownership. I highly recommend as you're thinking about building your business out for 2020, do some sort of panel, guys. Rates are low and now is the time to buy. Any questions with any of that right now? I don't have any here, but I will take the time to just give a reminder. Everybody, if you look at your bottom bottom right of your screen, there'll be the Q&A box. Um, and, oh, we just got one more. Oh, she said, Kathy, it was Kathy again. She said, I love this. What was the first question? On my home buyer seminar? Is that what Kathy is asking? I am going to assume that and not say that okay. she's. You know, you guys, I think what I'll do is I will give you my panel questions and I would give them to the core. Um, I wish I had my homebuyer seminar packet in front of me. I think my questions were, you know, they were really questions specific to the clients. Like, how did you um, overcome your fear of calling your realtor? What was your first step? Did you call your realtor first? And pretty much everybody called their realtor first and their realtors referred them to me. And that was sort of the conversation all throughout the panel. The one thing I would point out is I did not single out a realtor. That was not the purpose of the panel. The panel is simply to inspire folks to buy and jump into the market. And by doing that, I allowed realtors from all different companies to come, bring their clients and feel like it was a safe place to get questions answered. I did provide a homebuyer um, packet, which had, you know, first-time homebuyer information, which was pretty meaty because we didn't get into a ton of specifics in the class. And I had great feedback that it was the right amount. Of the, like, 50-some people we had there, I had two people that were both um, – one was an attorney and one was an engineer, and they both wanted more meat. Um, and I said, hey, I do have the packet. The information is here. What I reminded everyone is financing is very, you know, and the credit that one person gets is not the interest rate another person gets. Much of it is down payment, um, based on down payment, loan to value, credit, et cetera. And it's very individual. And it's really a process that takes about five, ten minutes. And we would love to have a phone call and start this conversation with so again, the idea of my home buyer panel was to inspire people to jump into the market. And I think we validated that that did move the needle and, and does work. Any other questions? No, ma'am. Oh, right. actually, one just came through as soon as you said that. Okay. Um, how do you come up with the cost for the panels? Um, I think so. I did cheap beer and, um, <laughs> I gave options like I think Rainier was on top, 
and then they have one IPA on tap. So it kind of dollar cost average, and I did sort of a medium price wine. It was only two and a half hours. Um, I was doing the seminar anyway, so I did it with a value add for my realtor. Again, it might if you go too deep in it, but it was really for me to gain clients. Um, and the food was pretty darn cheap. I think I didn't spend more than like 12 bucks per person on food because they were just sandwiches, cheap sandwiches, um, lots of, I didn't, there was a, a tossed salad, a big old thing of chips, and then a bunch of different deli things. So it was not your, you know, it was not a super high dollar event. And it was at kind of a dive bar that had a great side room. Awesome. Any Thank other you. questions? That's all we have right now. All right. Well, guys, I am really about done. What I had to talk to you today was really get people off the fence. But it's going to take some work on your part. Like, understand in your market what your sales price is and run those charts out. Like, what is the appreciation in your market? My market, the average sales price is 400000 I know at 6% that are at 3% that gains someone over a five-year period about 60000 I know that at 400 at 4%, that gets someone into the range of about 86000 I use that conversation as I'm talking to all new home buyers. I want all new home buyers to completely understand the value of home. Not only is it all things home where you're safe to raise your family, have secrets, celebrations, um, and victories, but it's also that cherished place that if you do nothing but you pay it off, you will have a retirement, a place to retire safe and sound into the future. Um, Cash to close in my marketplace is something that I understand. I know that at the average sales price of 400, you know, I know that at 3% down, someone's right around 22,000. I know 5% down is about 30,000. So I'm able to work that backwards with what someone's paying in rent. So everything I'm saying today takes homework. It takes doing the work. If we're all true professionals, work on understanding how to add value to your scripts, your unique selling proposition. If you don't know it, people will make it up for you. And I guarantee you, it is nothing what you want them to say about you. Again, my unique selling proposition is I'm an integral part of the growth and development of all my realtors' businesses. We're going to find the right program for their clients, we're going to treat them like the asset they are, the most fragile egg, the client that deserves the right financing. Regardless whether or not it's my team and I, we're going to get them to the finish line. Close on time as promised. Very acceptable and reasonable rates and fees, what are normal for our marketplace. And in the end, I'm going to make sure that I'm advocating, uplifting, and elevating my realtor partner to make sure that they get a referral from that client. Anyone looking to buy, sell, um, or purchase primary residence, second home, or investment property here in Oregon or anywhere in the country, my realtors can help that client and need to be a resource they count on. I ask for those clients to please help me. They always give me buy-in because I'm able to talk about all of the things the realtor has done during that transaction from 
asking for a closing credit. I make sure and highlight that. I talk about how they were able to negotiate. In my market, it is so darn competitive that just getting an offer accepted is a feat in itself. And I try to always elevate the realtor and make sure my that the collaboration that takes place to get an offer accepted is exceptional. And then I go in and I just say, hey, your realtor, I know for a fact, is one of the most humble people I know, and that's why they're so great at their business. But can I have your trust? Will you commit to me? You will do a referral or a review for them as well. Guys, um, you want to have value. There is one thing we can do for our realtors, and that's help them grow their business. Our realtors are constantly giving to us as loan officers by referring their most valued asset. Be an equal partner and really take the time to think about how you can add value to their business as well. That's how you will change the game for yourself going forward in 2020. That's really good, Tammy. We, uh, while you were saying that, we got a bunch of questions in if you want me to start firing right. them off. I'm ready. Hammer me. <laughs> All righty. Greg said, in the beginning, would you have the fear of no one showing up to the panels, and how would you overcome that? Um, we use Evite. You must have 45 days to plan for any event. You must get it on the calendar. You need to know when it's going to be, and you need four invites out to the clients, and you must have an invite. We make them um, – they have that I for the um, – it's called pay, but they don't pay. They just reserve their spot. Um, you guys, you won't. Preparation is how you fill an event. And then I text people. I'm active. I work as hard to fill the event as I do on the event. I think people's confusion about a homebuyer event or a realtor seminar or financial wellness class or doing a client appreciation party, you don't do the work to get people there. That is just as important as the event itself. That's really good. Um, Catherine said, regarding the charts and graphs, is there a software you use? And if so, which one? No, all, um, the core will have these. No, you guys will see. I'm not that techie. I just get them out. More than anything, I know my stuff, and then it's sitting in front of me, and I try to get it to my realtor partners. And I'll get that again to the core on Friday. And how did, Kathy said, how did you market the buyer panel seminar? You know, I went to all of my pre-approved home buyers first, but I went to all of my realtors and I said, hey, I'm doing a home buyer panel and it's to inspire and invigorate the market. Let's get our buyers active and ready to buy in the super low interest rate market. Please send your clients. Here's what we're going to talk about. It's a panel of home buyers that use my team and I. It is not specific to a realtor. It is not my specialty to talk real estate, and I'm not going to talk about the real estate process other than it pertains to the home loan process. I'm not going to highlight any specific realtor. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get them inspired. We're going to talk about payment. We're going to talk about how to come up with a down payment, options to buy when you don't have a lot. And all of that stuff and get people motivated. That was the idea behind it. I filled half the room and my realtors filled the other half. That's gold. That is gold. <laughs> and then uh, she also followed up with another question. Uh, 
How do you entice the buyer panel to participate or did they just? Um, they love to be on stage. I might use the same panel over and over. Um, it's the second one we did. And I asked them all at this one if they would do it again and they've all agreed. I give them each a hundred bucks and they come in there on stage and then I thank them, um, you know, on Facebook after the panel and stuff. And, you know, they're a little bit celebrity and everybody stands around and wants to ask them questions after it. It's very fun. I love that. Yeah. Jim, um, Jim said, do you, do you all use any DPA programs in Oregon? DPA, uh, um, like bond programs and stuff? Yes. We have them. We have a new program that just came out, um, $20,000 grant program. And that would be a great way. It just came out. So we'll try to highlight that. I just sent it out to my realtors. Um, I have another panel seminar coming at the mid-February, so that's when I'll roll that out. You have to get all of your money reserved by this. I can't really get one. But, yes, a lot of down payment assistance programs are available as well. And, again, that's not the kind of seminar I did. It was simply to get people excited. I need them to call me because what I didn't want to do was waste time going so deep on a program that I would lose people. I just wanted to get people excited about the product. And then, you know, I had flyers on any grants that were available and, and could individually, after the panel was done, go to each table and Awesome. And I want to remind everybody, um, we are out of questions right now, it looks like, but if you use the bottom right of your screen, there'll be the Q&A box, and you can ask Level 3 Coach Tammy um, any questions you'd like. But until we wait on that, uh, did you want to possibly maybe expand on what was your journey like with the core? And you can kind of share that with anybody, with everybody, your, your pain and everything you went through and, and how it changed you. You know, for me, um, I think I joined the core in 2010 and I had a lot of debt, guys. I had about 647,000 in debt. And um, today I'm proud to tell you I did not file bankruptcy, foreclosure, never had a late pay or anything, but I paid all that down, um, paid that off. I then had to sell my house, and I had to borrow some money from my significant other, 125000 to sell my house. I did that, and I paid him back every penny, um, and I've saved about a million bucks since then. Pretty remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. But what I would tell you is I'm working the plan. You know, today I have a seminar and I'm actually going to have to get off here about five minutes early. Um, I do the work every month. I have a happy hour for my realtors. I have a happy hour for my past clients every month. I have a realtor seminar at least every month. I do my um, letter of the heart. I do my evidence of success mailings. I just follow the plan. I'm not super creative when it comes to all that other stuff. I just do the work. I make the calls. I try to add value. And from, if I had to say one thing that I've done, I've really tried to be a better salesperson. Salespeople are scripted, whether you like it or not. You know what it takes to articulate what you're trying to say in a manner that sounds good. I am practiced, just practiced. I've worked on my unique selling proposition. When I meet with realtors, I really am authentic in who I am, but I've worked on being clear on who I am and what I offer. I add value. 
I may not be able to give a client to a realtor, just call them up and give them one. But what I am doing is I am constantly pounding on my realtors and growing them, teaching them to fish. The old saying, you can give someone a fish and they eat for a day, or you teach them to fish and you feed them for a lifetime. That's really the essence of who I am, is helping all of my partners come on this journey with me. We're growing together. Iron sharpens iron, people. Well, thank you, Tammy. That was absolutely incredible. And it looks like um, we don't have any other okay. questions for now. So I think we're good to go. We really appreciate you. And I have uh, lots to get you that I promised from this call. It will come tomorrow. Well, actually by Friday. Okay. I coach tomorrow. I will get it all to you guys. I promise. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for being on this call. Have a great Thank one. Thank you. Bye-bye.